You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Sorry. The sax is back. The sax is back. I knew you'd be excited for that. Love that. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Yes. Hey, it's the Grolix Podcast live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. I'm Jesse. I'm Jasper. (gasps) Jasper. Hi. (laughs) You're the you're the unusual one. You're the unusual. (laughs) You're the one who's not odd one. Let me rephrase. That's the one. Yeah, you're the one that's usually not here. You're new-ish. Yes. So, hi, how are you? Welcome good, to you. the show. Good, good, you? You good? good. I just wanted to make yeah. you feel comfortable with that not-at-all-awkward little bit there. Yeah. Uh, Savannah, man, you guys are right on top with the comments, which I hope means we're going to get the comments fast. Vampires, I love vampires. Yes. Uh, she also mm. says, hi, Jasper. What up? Yes, so we discussed it at the end of last episode, which means Savannah didn't listen to the last episode. Man, last episode was great. Just turn this off and go listen to the... No, I'm kidding. Sip. Last episode was a lot of fun, but at the end, because previously, Melanie and I was like, hey, October's coming soon, and that means Halloween. We should start talking about like horror movies and stuff. And then Jesse threw out the great idea at the end of last week to... Hey, how about we like pick a movie monster or a horror theme type thing? Each of us can watch something, anything involving that, and then we'll talk about it on that week's show. And this week, it's vampires. Yeah. Or if you prefer, the vampire. Vampire. Come with me. me. Paul says, "Man, Paul." (laughs) Paul says Jasper's out of the Husker room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you went from red to blue. <laughs> it's a blue wave up in there. Oh. I vote blue. <laughs> a lot of good it does you in a red state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win every time. Jasper has a new a new setup. If, if, if he doesn't have to really get into it if he doesn't want to, but he's got a new setup. I'm excited for it. Nope. Me yeah. and the me and the fans here in the new house and Got my own studio. Things are good. So in addition to vampire, okay, how the vampire thing will go, how I envision it going, what will actually happen, I we'll see. That was definitely a sigh. What's going on, Melanie? How are you? Huh? What's going on? How are you? I'm fine. I drank a I drank a monster, like a pounded a monster. Ooh. And I'm just kind of like, we need to get going. Because I'm know. like I need. I need to do stuff. What you need not to do <laughs> is drink a monster. Maybe, maybe pace pace the monster next week. Yeah, <laughs> I know before. So uh, we always maybe listen. Just take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think I think the people that tune in and watch us live, I think they know that when we say eight, we mean like eight. 20 8 30. <laughs> <laughs> we like that too. We like just get higher pitched when higher we say pitched. the time. He's like, well, I'll see you later. Oh, for lunch, how about 11 45? 
<laughs> so before the stream though we're sitting here like getting ready and the whole time i could tell melanie's just like <laughs> she's like why oh, are we not okay. starting okay well, jasper showed us her, his his new gear and melanie's like yeah so okay let's yeah <laughs> yeah she was just painting in the background <laughs> she's like yeah that's neat let's go <laughs> sorry <laughs> she's, she's like, like a big game cat She's just so what I was saying is how I envision this vampire thing going is uh, with the exception of Jasper because he didn't know about the topic we each watched a different vampire thing not the same thing which will be an interesting way to go about our like a discussion and uh, I figured we'll each talk about it whether it was good or whether it sucked and that was a vampire pun yep yep it's even cooler when you draw attention to it huh third <laughs> <laughs> times cooler I don't uh, you, know. That's best. And then after that, we're like, I, I think we could, well, we'll like pitch. In this case, we all watched a vampire thing. I thought we could like take our like, what are these versions of the of the vampire? Like, what are their powers? And like, have a little a little fight and see which one we think would win out of them. You know, okay. Did okay. any of our vampires sparkle in the sunlight? Because I think they're gonna lose if they did. My oh God. God. No oh, and then of course after that we we have news to react at. Not a whole lot. I kept I tried to keep it lighter this week because last week went way long. What what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Melanie. We're talking about vampires. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, it was I'm sorry, I was reading comments. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, uh oh, Savannah. Okay, good. Who wants to go first? With the vampire shows? Yeah. We're going to kick off into that. I can if you want, but I think my vampire is going to win. Really? Okay. So I watched, I talked about it on the show once before, but I watched Castlevania. All I finished it or what, wow. what, what all of it is out. On it's Netflix? Based, yes. It's, and it's based on a game, on the game, whatever. And this is not a cartoon for children. It is uber hardcore there's like uh like the gore in it is is very intense um and that's kind of awesome uh and they you know they're vampires they can you know do vampire things like turn into mist or you know bats or whatever different ones have different powers um but dracula is the main Dracula, you know vampire or whatever uh and what I really like about it, though, is that like his um, his castle moves, but it's it's all seems like really sciencey. Like it's like it's not nothing. None of it's magic. You guys are just stupid and you forgot science, you know. And, but I've been here for you know thousands of years and I still remember and have all my books and whatever. So you guys are just morons. You think it's all magical, or whatever. I love that about it. So it's like super advanced science, that like ancient advanced science. Yeah. Yeah. And well, maybe I'm sure it's probably a little bit magic. I mean, it's a freaking vampire, you know, but still. Uh, who's the okay? So, what's the story of this like? It's is the main character a, a vampire fighting guy? Simon <laughs> Belmont? The it starts off where you get you meet some chick, she meets Dracula, then it jumps ahead to many years later. They got married. And had a kid. And now Dracula's out of town for some reason. And the townspeople 
burn his wife at the stake. So he obviously gets a little upset and decides he's going to kill all humans. So there's a war between the vampires and the humans and their, his, his son, who is half human, teams up with the vampire slayer and a, I don't know, a nomadic magic lady. I forget what they're called. And, uh, and then they go after Dracula and the other vampires. Okay. I know you don't know a whole lot about the game, so I haven't heard too much about it, but I know it now is the art style. Is it one of those like anime style shows or is it kind of got its own thing going on? No, it's, it's pretty anime. Yeah. It looks, it looks really, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of its own, but it's very, it's like many anime, other anime I've seen. And you know what? The vampires almost do sparkle, not necessarily in the daylight, but they're, you know, the kind of thing where they would have like sunshine, you know, like, rippling off their hairs or whatever you know what i mean sure they're 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 making really pretty everybody in there's really really pretty like the men even are are very like feminine feminine looking and and attract like you know i don't know kind of a i don't know attractive in that certain way in the androgynous way gotcha yeah yeah it's it's like I feel like it started before the nineties, but kind of the interview with the vampire and rice nineties, sexy vampire thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized I didn't have the appropriate lighting going. Ooh, a, vamp- a vampire lighting. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it's, it's good. It's there's like other stuff there. They make like demons out of dead bodies. That's really cool. Um, and uh, there's weird church stuff that goes on too. Did you like it? Would you recommend it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, and I I guess I would recommend it. There's like like politics and court intrigue that go on in there too. That I don't know. I am I am interested in, but I don't know that everybody would be. But you know, it's like a bunch of vampires together in a thing. They're all kind of like, you know, trying to fight each other for position kind of a thing. Okay. So that adds another element of it, I guess. And then yeah. So it's but, like the so, crown. <laughs> kinda. If you know, if the person who was the king what was like plan planning to murder everyone in the world, hmm. then yeah. Which maybe they are. I mean, I don't know. We don't know yet. There's I, I mean I the internet told me the internet told me they drink baby blood. So that <laughs> 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 you she has British. been alive for a long time. <laughs> British royalty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've never heard that. You've never heard that conspiracy theory? Are you serious? Yeah, I've heard it. Uh, yeah. Um, what would you? Okay, so what would you say are like its key power set, or that? I guess maybe Dracula in this case's key power set that makes him tough. What if if you if we we're gonna like say, hey, here's our vampire. This is what they can do. This is why they're gonna win. What would it be? Um. Well, he's basically a genius and he's super strong and he can like chop your head off with his fingernails. Um, you know, stuff like he eviscerates people left and right, just like walking past them. I mean, he's, you know, he's an evil person, especially when it's when he gets angry. I think he might be able to just, he can store fireballs and stuff too. I don't know. There's some weird stuff that, that, that he can do there, but you know, basic super strong vampire stuff. 
And there's other, there are other, like I said, there was other vampires. Like there's one that turns into mist and does some weird stuff. And uh, different ones can do different things. I think one of them turns into a wolf. I don't know why that seems like the opposite of what vampires do. That's that's a werewolf. But is it uh, Dra- Dracula? Is a key character? He's like the main. Mm-hmm. Character, um, no, no. Okay. They do follow him a lot, but do you want me to give you want me a spoiler? Uh, you don't have to. I, I was just curious yeah. because I know that that was a power that I think Dracula had was that he could transform into a wolf. Oh, different kinds of creatures of the night. I mean, we can, we'll get into it. I, it depends. Okay. So I think on this specifically, we, at least because I know two of the three picks involve Dracula. Um, we're going to run into a lot of characters with similar or the same power sets, but like, you know, there's always little variations. Um, but yeah, I think this week in particular, we might run into a lot of the, well, they all kind of do the same stuff. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesse, you or I? Which who 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 wants to go? I can I can go since I can tell you that mine does not have Dracula. Okay. Uh, I feel like I am woefully outclassed in this division because I didn't realize we were going to bat, like do battle later. But so I just I know I, I knew thing. you would be. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh. By the way, Savannah, uh, I'm 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 not ignoring you. I know you're referencing what we do in the shadows. And yeah, she's reason, killing me in this in the chat. There's here. a reason like, I have not been addressing your comments, Savannah. There's a reason. <laughs> creepy sorry, crawlers. Um, anyways, uh, we went we went with uh, interview of the vampire. It's interesting that you referenced it earlier. I. I wanted so badly to... Oh, that uh, is not at all what I thought you... I thought no. you were going to do what we do in the shadows. Oh, I mean, I could do that one, but... No, do uh, interview that's what vampire. I've been watching. Uh, actually, what I wanted to do was let me in or let the right one in. Like, I was right, going to go... Okay. I was going to watch either one of those because that's, like, probably one of my favorite vampire movies. It's way up there just because it's so different from anything. And it does really cool things with the myth. But I digress interview with a vampire based on the books by Anne Rice. And I read all of the Chronicles of not, I want to say Chronicles of Narnia, the interview, uh, all the vampire Chronicles. I wrote, I read all of those until she started making new ones. And I was like, no, no no more. Yeah. There are so many of them. I read up to Memnock the devil. And then it was like, I think this is kind of done. They, they met Jesus. So, (laughs) All right. Don't, don't don't get ahead of me, Savannah. <laughs> so so interview with the vampire. Uh, I don't know what people do and don't know. Uh, that particular story is about uh, Louis, the vampire, and he is born uh, a vampire after he's found by Lestat, who is was it last Lestat de Lioncourt, I believe is his full name. Yeah. Uh, very very French. He's a very French vampire, and he's. Uh, it definitely French aristocratic, and uh, he's he's the mean uh, he's the mean brat prince archetype uh, character that kind of I don't know kind of one of the first kind of bad boy vampires of the nineties. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of when this movie came out, but the books are actually older than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know how far to get into the weeds on this. Uh, other you, than you don't you'd, I mean okay are. I'm just going to jump into the, you're talking about the movie though, right? I'm talking about the movie specifically. I know, I know a lot more about the books 
and I know a lot yeah, the, more about the what the vampires can do. The water is getting real muddy. <laughs> in the movie, what are we movie, talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, in the movie, it's uh, th- their power set is not quite as good as Dracula, in that yeah. it's almost not good at all. What they don't, so they're very, if I recall correctly, and I'm sorry to step in on your. Nope, you're it, good. They're pretty much just, they're the very standard vampire, the no mm-hmm. frills, other than they're like, you know, super sexy vampires. Like they're very, you know, they're, sleep during the day drink blood right. and that's kind of their thing donate they kind of they kind of like throw a bunch of they throw a bunch of the rules out right off the bat when when he starts the interview like the legitimate uh-huh. interview part of it which kind of sets up <gasps> christian his story. slater yeah christian slater I remember christian slater <laughs> yeah. <exists. laughs> yeah no he's pretty good in it um he may be one of the best parts of it spoilers <laughs> um anyways uh like they're not immune to uh, like they're immune to garlic. That's just nonsense. I don't think crucifixes bother them at all in in the interview with the vampire lore. Uh, the main things are fire, sunlight, and obviously you get a stake through the heart that kills most things. So that that's a whole thing. Um, I I believe they can also be um, not necessarily killed, but they can like be completely drained, and and then basically like kind of a mummified state in that they just can't do anything because they have no power. You're like, they're too weak to do anything. So that kind of thing. That's how you kill them. And the main powers are um, like the speed, the strength. Uh, I believe Lestat can fly. I don't believe that Louis can. Um, And Lestat even has some like low-key mind reading abilities. Like read your thoughts. Yeah. You're right. There were some weird little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they don't delve into it too much in the movie because Louis can't do it. And it's all kind of told from his perspective. But Lestat is like, read her thoughts. Mind reading is a pretty good one, though. Yeah. Arguably, like if you were good at it, that could potentially outdo most physical attacks, I would think. But they can climb up walls, too. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that one specifically, I don't think they did. They did. Yeah, I don't remember doing that. In the uh, Santiago can do it. He just does. He does the creepy crawler thing a little bit at one point. <laughs> so Jesse, interview with the vampire from the nineties. Is it good? Does it hold up? So it's interesting because I was thinking about how um, Oprah walked out of of this thing when it premiered. You remember that? It was like a huge, huge news because it was just so disturbing. You know. Um, in terms of like the blood and gore of this movie in the nineties, and just like oh, oh my, okay. oh my, really? Uh, and now I don't know. There's some racial issues in this movie that that um, you know, it's like okay, maybe that's actually why she walked out, and okay. I'd, I'd be on board with that. But if it's about the gore, is like I don't think it's that gory, really. No, yeah, I don't remember it being particularly gory. But the question, the question was, is it good? Uh your mileage may vary Uh, there's some people that absolutely hate this movie i don't think it's i don't think it's um total garbage i like i enjoy it i watch it everyone you know like every couple years so i like it i guess is it good i don't think so probably not really okay I, i mean i might be off my mark but if i recall correctly most of the people that i had come across and it's been a long time since i've talked about any interview with the vampire with anybody most of the people that did not like it uh were big fans of the book 
and they didn't like it for the typical book versus movie thing. Right. Yeah. All of all of the book, all of the movies made off of that series were crap. Uh, I do know that the Queen of the Damned movie was god awful, and I (laughs) will take ten interviews with a vampire over that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I did. I didn't enjoy it interview with vampires especially when i was little and i liked that they had the little kid vampire in it uh, claudia yeah yeah um by the way savannah she, she keeps throwing for audio listeners like why does he keep talking to savannah she keeps in the comments throwing out what we do in the shadows references i thought that's what jesse was doing so that's why i wasn't addressing your comments i don't think any of us is doing what we do in the shadows but man that's great mm-hmm. um they would have gotten slaughtered, I think, against other movie vampires. Not really because of lack of power set, but lack of a, uh, you know, they're they're inept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How they okay. got out of the trial, I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. So, also a while back, um, Paul had said, <sighs> "Dracula, where to go." I think it was just Dracula from 1931. Oh, the Bella Lugosi. The Bella Lugosi Dracula. And he had actually sent me an audio clip from that movie. He's like, here, if you want to use it, you can. And I and I had to tell him, like, thanks, but no thanks, because much like Dracula, who never drinks wine, I never use copyrighted material in a podcast. And the reason I say that is because the move the, the movie or the show I watched is Dracula. But it is, to quote Savannah, that weird Netflix one. (laughs) Um, It's a series from this year or last year? This year. It's a Netflix-BBC joint. um, Was this the Mark Gatiss one? Yes. Uh, Here's here's what... And I wanted to to mention um, the Bela Lugosi one because there's a couple lines that I really appreciated in this where they have Dracula say things like, I never drink wine. Like they, there's some references. There's some straight up references. You know, the children of the night, what music they make or whatever. Like s- direct references. Where I was like, "All right, I'll take it. I'll accept that." But here's why I'm super excited because I didn't know. I started watching this, and then I, then I discovered the moth is back. The moth oh, is back. Oh, that's it's right. Moffat so is long. on this. Right. It's been so long since we got to talk about Moffat. Um, yeah, so this is the three episode series. It's one of those, it's like the Sherlock seasons were, where it's like three hour and a half long episodes. And that's a, that's the season, except this is just one season. Um, written by and showrun created by uh, Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss. And I didn't really know anything about it going in, but I liked it. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's perfect. Like some of it's okay. I mean, what you'll know what I'm going to say. It's a Moffat thing. It's such a Moffat thing. So predict predictably, some great ideas starts off so strong. Oh no! Doesn't stick the landing. Oh no! no. Not perfectly. No. No. <laughs> it, it's Moffat. He Moffat. Oh Moffat. That's what he does. Oh, that's, that's what I felt like too. Like it. It started like going up and then it (laughs) that first episode okay so there's there's little bits of cheese throughout that there i the writing it's so funny because 
most of it is a period piece, but the writing feels kind of modern in the way the people and the line delivery feels kind of modern. And it's funny, like the dialogue, there's there's intentional, funny, kind of dry, witty uh, dialogue. And I enjoyed that. But at the same time, like it's still going for horror. And uh, I mean, it's not like scary, but there's definitely some gross stuff. It is a lot more like there's more hard edge things in this than I would have expected, given this actually ran on BBC one or whatever. Um, Some pretty gory things. Uh, Savannah said there was a weird vampire movie from the 90s that had one of the ants from the 90s, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Um, I'm catching up on comments here. So the dialogue was amusing, but at times too Moffat, too Mark Gatiss, like it went too cutesy where it's like, uh, okay, okay. Just tell me there weren't eye boogers because Mark Gatiss never gets a pass for that. No, but there was a legitimately gross thing where an eye, a, a fly landed on a dude's eye and he just stood there and he's looking around and then it crawls into his eye socket. And I was like, oh, that's but then it was like on the inside, back inside of his eye. And I'm like, how does that work? Okay. <laughs> that's, but that's a good example of like, of like this interesting idea, nice execution, legitimately like gross. Maybe it went a step too far. Reel it back. You, you went just a step into like goofy territory. And the series does that throughout where it's just like, just a step into goofy, but never so far for the most part that it ruins it for me. After I watched this, I did read some reviews. And, uh, oh, hey, Jenna. Oh, yo, my God. Oh, I wish. Oh, you just hit his sweet spot there. Fright Night. She's just joining now. Have we talked about the 80s movie Fright Night? I watch that all the time. Yeah, I love Fright Night. I also watch that all the time. Um, they may remade it a few years ago with Tenant, of all people, but it's not good. It's not the same. It's not the same. Fright Night and Near Dark are two of my favorite 80s vampire movies. So good. Nobody talks about Near Dark. Um, anyhow, I don't... Okay, I, I shouldn't get into spoilers. Let me talk about what's kind of interesting about this series because I think what it does well is... So it's Dracula, kind of. It, but it's it's pretty close to the I mean, Dracula so. story. That is, that is the title, right? <laughs> it's pretty close <laughs> to the Dracula story. It's got the key players... But everything's intentionally changed up a bit. And for the most part, I really like the changes. I think it was interesting. Some of the things they did, including like how they handled. So Dracula has a lot of the same like limitations he usually does, but they play with why like the crosses like crosses is still a thing. It's still like uh, he doesn't like it, but at the same time, like he's not a believer and he doesn't. It's not like, oh, yeah. So it's like, it's, it's got good. nothing to do with God. Like, that doesn't, you know, that's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> and they changed, and this is slight spoilers for the first episode. This is spoilers for the first episode. We're introduced through, is it Jonathan Harker or whatever? Oh, yeah. We get his whole stay. It's told, he's like, after the fact, he's looking real rough. And basically, he's in this wherever nunnery and being interviewed by a couple of nuns. And, uh, one of the nuns who's very not nun-like and doesn't even seem to have any faith. Uh, oh, the Lost Boys. I, I, I was, I don't know, Lost Boys. It's, 
It's very campy. <laughs> it's got Alex Winter in it. Never I don't say know a, what, a sour word about the Lost Boys. I don't know what <laughs> the most you know. Famous Keeper of all time. Maybe I need to revisit it. I don't know what happened. Like I, if I just didn't watch it enough when I was younger. <laughs> If I didn't let the Stockholm syndrome take hold or something with Lost Boys, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I mean, does it hold up over time? I don't know. Your mileage may vary with that movie, honestly. But uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And the music, like the soundtrack, that's one of the first like soundtracks that uh, I think I sought out specifically. Savannah says, can't be as good, though. It, it can be. It can be. Can't be. Dude, there's um, vampires with mullets, dude. <laughs> you're not winning me over. I know what it is. But honestly, I don't ever remember sitting down and watching it from start to finish, ever. I feel like it was something that was always on TV, but I, for whatever reason, never actually sat and watched through the whole thing. Uh, I think uh, anything to do with the older brother is boring. <laughs> That's why I didn't like it. Uh, the Frog Brothers? No, wait. The main characters. The main characters. I didn't care. I didn't care about him going and becoming a vampire and whatever. I was like, that dude's a d bag. Um, and uh, I just wanted to hang out with Corey's the whole time because that right. was fun. Who didn't? Who didn't want to? Uh, <laughs> I feel like this premise is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> I, we should have just been addressing the comments the whole time. Um, anyway, so to hurry up and wrap up my point is like one of the nuns, the one that doesn't seem very nun-like she is, is a nun, but she's lost her faith. Also, her last name happens to be Van Helsing. <gasps> so they did, they did a, you know, gender switch on the, on Van Helsing and kind of like, I don't know. That's one of the strongest parts though. She's a pretty interesting character. Moffat has the tendency and, and Margatus. Sorry to diminish his role in this. They have a tendency to like write clever things and then like I guess it be too self-indulgent. Uh then be like, oh, look how clever we are. It's like we get that your 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 characters are playing a game of chess, but then you don't then also have to actually set them down and have them playing a game of chess and talking about the game of chess while they're playing an intellectual game. Just stop it. Like it's oh, not cute. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's on the nose, you know. You gotta make the metaphor the visual and literal. Right. But that said, each of the three episodes is pretty interesting. The first one is like basically Harker's in the in the castle most of the time, his whole stay. And I feel like that's the most effective and interesting. And that introduces a lot of so the big changes to Dracula are like the vampire lore in general is it's it is like a, it's I don't know if it's a virus or what, but it is this curse where the people will it's they're the undead. But most vampires in this aren't intelligent. It's like they lose something. And Dracula's rare in that he was able to not only not lose his humanity or his like intelligence, but he figured out how to basically improve himself. And th there's this conceit in it that's kind of interesting to where through drinking the blood, they absorb part of that person's knowledge. And so that's his whole thing. Like he's he's carefully curated who he drank to remain intelligent or something, some weird thing. He's a blood snob. Yes, yes. He's, oh, he's a connoisseur. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Smells like cherries and oak. Um, so, and wait, wait. Neurosurgeon. 
is yeah. Is that why the other vampires are lacking because they like drink from animals or or something? I guess the only ones you really see are the ones his brides, the ones he makes, and then he feeds them like crap, like rats and. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, vampire baby. I was, it did I really vampire ba- baby, and it was pretty hardcore. So I was like, I'm kind of on board with the show now. Vampire. If that's baby. the case. That explains a lot about interview with the vampire because all I need to do, Louis, to find you is follow the trail of rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a kind uh, of Louis. No, low brow. That's like the bush light of vampire blood, right there. Rats. Savannah says, "I want vampires living in the Starwell's realm, Star Ooh. Wars realm." That'll make some nerds mad. Let's do it. Count Vader. <laughs> Count, Count oh. Vader. Oh, man. That would suck. <laughs> Jenna mentioned Nosferatu on AMC, which I've noticed on Hulu. I, she said that it's a totally different take on Vampire. Is it good? Because I hate that title so much. It's <laughs> NOS for ATU or whatever. It's I hate it. It's like, is that his license plate? Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I get it, but <laughs> I, I mean, kind of hate it. The logo is a license plate that says that. Yeah. If you're going to do that, though, I told Mr. Randy, too. If you're going to do that, though, you need to make the A a zero and say it's a ought. So it's not for ought, too. Right. Uh, so I'm going to say Vampire Baby is not okay in what we do in the shadows. I forgot that one had va- Vampire Baby as well. Yeah. There's lots of Vampire Babies. This the Dracula vampire baby is much more like train spotting baby. It's it's like what it doesn't look particularly great, but it's also like yeah, that's an undead baby and it looks gross. So <laughs> oh they, no, they did it. BBC One. <laughs> and and uh, real quick, an, uh, uh, an aspect of the the vampire thing, which I don't know that they really had many vampire babies, but you know Dracula had had a baby with that the human his human wife, and in the show. He ends up fighting his dad and stuff. He was a full-grown adult, but I think he was like 15 in because he aged really quickly. And you you don't think about that till like till after a bunch of hardcore stuff happens and they're talking to him and they're like, So you're like you're like a just a real man child. You're a teenager in an adult body. And he's like, I mean, yeah, basically. And they're like, oh damn. <laughs> you know. And, you know, and he's going to war with Dracula. I mean, you know, 15-year-old in a grown-up body going to war with his dad, Dracula. It's an, yeah, an emotional time for him. <laughs> These are really emotional vampires, by the way. They, they, get, they get sad and they get mad and they are like, are, they have ridiculous tempers. I will say that's something that definitely, you know, that crosses over to my Dracula as well because... I'm not going to get into how it ends. And I liked the very, very end. And even if the last episode was questionable because of, it was just kind of sloppy, although it did have some of the funniest moments. I do like this Dracula, though. The portrayal of him mm-hmm. and the way he's written, like, he is like a blood snob, but also, like, he's just kicking it. He's also <laughs> evil. He'll, he'll cut off a nun's head with a sword and then sit there and be like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go to the trouble of attacking all of you nuns. But I'll make these wolves do it. Matthew McConaughey of vampires. Now, well, all right. Who brought the blood? Not that laid back, (laughs) but now I want to see that. All right, right. I want Matthew McConaughey Dracula. I want to see Matthew McConaughey Dracula and Jeff Bridges, the dude vampire, 
in a fight. It's like of not fighting at all. They get older, I stay the same age. Like, that's just like <laughs> your opinion, man. I was sitting in my Lincoln drinking blood. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blood beverage here, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh man, I don't know. I lost it. I do want to say one thing. So the vamp, the okay, being able to turn into a wolf. Mm-hmm. This Netflix Dracula, his version of turning into a wolf. Mm-hmm. I think I'd pass because. The wolves show up, and one of the nuns. This is the first towards the end of the first episode. Is like, I know it's you, blah blah blah. Why don't you transform back to your normal form or whatever? And uh, the wolf like looks like it's in pain, jumps up on its hind legs, then falls over, and then Dracula has to like rip out of the wolf and climb out of the wolf's gut. And what? He's, and he's naked and covered in goo, and then has this long scene standing there, covered in goo and naked. I'm like, no, nah, I'll pass on all that. <laughs> like, if that's what you got to do to travel by wolf, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't need to be given birth by a wolf every time I need to travel somewhere. That's nasty. <laughs> that is and the whole time, it's like, dude, throw him a towel. Like, I know he's a bad guy, but throw him a towel, man. Let him clean up. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. I I guess I would just you know declare bat. And fly, yeah, right. Just do that or turn into mist. Dracula, right? You just like, I'm the fog now. Yeah, that was super cool. Oh, you know what? Castlevania might be a little racist too. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, the the mist lady was very Asian and kind of fought in a specific way, and then there was like one that was. Scottish and he wore a Celt and was drunk all the time and had you know oh, like super, super yeah typical characters. Yeah. So that that is that too. And I don't know. They get naked and do stuff too. There's there's nudity and or be careful when you watch it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Castlevania. Okay. All right. Well, let's end the reviews. This is going on too long. That didn't work perfectly. But hey Jasper, you've heard all this stuff. You've said like nothing. Which vampires win? I so I'm I am very fond of the Netflix Dracula. I like I like him. I like the suave. Oh, you've seen him? Have you seen? Yeah, it? I, that's why I said I was commenting on a couple things. Yeah, I've I've watched that. Um, I think the only thing I missed is a little bit of the last one, or I've watched it. I just don't remember. But oh. I love how he was just kind of like cool about everything. Okay, okay. Well, then knowing, hearing Jess, about Jesse's vampires, and hearing about Melanie's Dracula. Do you think he would beat them? Suaveness aside, mm, he might have trouble with uh, with um, Tom Cruise crazy yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise Tom crazy vampires. Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. Not not the way I would have guessed, because that Dracula is he's he is suave. He is evil. His power set is kind of weird, nebulous. Like he can he I, he never turns into mist, but he does blow a mist cloud out of his mouth that follows a ship for like weeks. What? How does that happen? Okay. <laughs> um, so that said, like, I feel like I, I, I haven't watched Castlevania, but I feel like a more ruthless version of him might take him out. Mm-hmm. But a more ruthless version of Castlevania Dracula. of Dracula, just of Dracula. We have two Draculas here. Yes, you're right. All the Draculas are going to fight. Right. <laughs> this was a listen. 
Well, uh, I will just say Maybe I didn't think this idea if, through. <laughs> if if the vampires were like the vampires from the Anne Rice series and had the powers of some of those vampires, it won't maybe maybe even Lestat, but definitely some people that he knew, they would kill all those vampires with quickness, ease. So if anything, Anne Rice's book vampires win, I say. That mind reading. Mind reading. That's, that's just one of them. But I mean, like we're sticking to that particular movie. So uh, Queen of the Damned was a crap movie, but she could well, those, with her mind. Those, those vampires had some more powers. <laughs> yeah. bigger, bigger, bigger powers. All right. Hey, chat. What do you guys think? Also, are your vampires better? My vampires is all better. You know what, vampire? I really was always kind of interested in, even though I didn't like the movie. You remember that one uh, where it was it was a chick vampire, and she like eat mobsters or something, and then dispose of them. But one time she was eating one of the mob guys. And, what is that movie called? I don't know. But she she was French too, I think. But she was eating one of the mob guys and like got shot at or something. She had to run, and he came back. You know, is it fr- and and is the guy Frank? I don't know who he is. I'm, I'm not named Skeletor. Is it Skeletor guy? Not that guy. Skeletor. It don't matter. Okay, yeah, no, none of this matters. Robert Loja. Was it Robert Loja? That's who, who I was thinking. I don't know. I'm sorry. You should know Robert Loja. Everyone I, should know Robert Loja. I don't know. Oh <laughs> Savannah says Jackie Day- Daytona is the best. I don't know what that is. What? I feel like this was a success. What monster are we doing next week? <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a suck. Oh, okay, a success. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, we should do another. Let's do it again next week. Another monster. Maybe we'll handle this section different because I feel like this really drug on and was very unfocused. Maybe not. Maybe listeners will say this was great. Uh, chat. Hit us, hit us up, movie monster or horror horror thing. Oh yeah, what should we do? Week. Can I real quick? Yes, All right. can. Address All the comment. Yeah, Gary Oldman is a great everything. Okay, that's true. Gary Oldman was a great Dracula. Yeah, I, I really do like Gary Oldman. Yeah, he's fantastic. I really loved him in uh, was it the Darkest Hour? I just showed my parents a couple weeks ago. The Darkest Hour. Yeah, where he plays Winston Churchill. Very, what? very good. I, I didn't know that was even a thing. Yep. It's a really good movie. It was uh, 2017, 2018. Paul says, I think it's safe to say Dracula won, but it's not really because I think we decided uh, the interview with the vampire people might have beat Dracula's powers, maybe. Yeah. I do know this much. My Dracula and the vampire guy from uh, Fright Night, 1980s Fright Night. They would make out. (laughs) (laughs) I like the odds on that one. They would make out. Favorite for that. And panties would hit the ground for ten block radius around it. They wouldn't have to know. Well, so I think maybe (laughs) I know we'll interview the vampire. I'm suspecting now that, and definitely mine are all kind of homoerotic. Also, is that definitely safe to say, dude? This usually a little bit, yeah. So okay. The Netflix one has an opening scene, then a Netflix Dracula, and then there's a line, and then it hard cuts to title card type situation. Yeah. 
the nun is talking to Jonathan Harker and the line that it decides to like, and that's when I was like, oh, I'm in it for something special. Not necessarily good, but something special. The line was, did you have sexual intercourse with Dracula? Boom, title, title card. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Wow. First off, it's like 1700. Nobody said sexual intercourse, but okay. No, yeah, the homoerotic theme. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know why, why, what that is, but it's it's real in the vampire yeah. genre. Yeah, I know. I wonder is it it's it is it is it just always there? I don't know. It's just natural when you. Where are the? What? Where are the big? I am, I guess there's Queen of the Damned. And well, Dracula. Is like the he overshadows. He's usually the biggest of the bigs. I was gonna say, where's the female big bads? But then again, like where are the other big bads? It's just Dracula and also bad, Dracula. But I mean, like we 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 could just go on for days about vampires. Like Dracula and um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is so great. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah. I mean, just like everyone just loves yeah. him. Uh, Jenna said, "My faves: Nandor and Laszlo for comedy." Lost Boys for scary. Is it scary? Lost Boys? I'm it's got some scaries. It. It's got the scaries. The Salvatore Brothers for companions. Ooh, I could have talked about that one. Man, that one goes down a rabbit hole. Uh, or seven. Uh, NBC did a Dracula show that got canceled a few years ago, and she thought it was good. Jonathan Rise Myers. I'm drawing a blank. Is that the, his correct name? I'm not sure. Uh, she, she is choosing that for sexy vampire. Also, Angel. Yeah. Speaking That's of cool. the the homoerotic thing, you've always That's got one that thing, like, between him and Spike, and mm-hmm. you know that love hate relationship. Buffy, and you mentioned the Dracula from Buffy. Like at least that show knew the Slayer of the Vampire. I mean, I mean that's kind of that show. It's very self aware, but that show knew what vampire like. I hate Angel. I, I not the show. I love I love the show. The character. I always hated the character of Angel because he's just so like just kind of like moody, but everybody's like, oh, he's so sexy. And it's like, but he's the perfect, like just moody vampire. I think Jasper unplugged himself. No. No. <laughs> I still heard he's you. Turned into, he's turning into a vampire. There we go. There he is. Slightly more vampire-like. I have, to, I have to go deep into the settings of this camera because it has an auto-shut-off feature that I thought I shut off. <laughs> oh. Huh. Um, don't, yeah, let's not get started on Buffy. We'll totally lose we Melanie whole, and Jasper. Do a whole thing. Yeah. Okay, somebody, the only thing I really seen, Savannah threw out Frankenstein's monster for suggestion for next week. Ooh. That's a little obvious. Maybe but. I'm just... But it's tricky because, like, there's not as much of it, you know. You're right. Like, yeah. There is. There's a lot of it, but you have to go searching, and I like that idea. Looks like I'm watching Young Frankenstein again. Mm. <laughs> no, I love Young Frankenstein. No, uh, not necessarily. I do want to try to like. That's part of the reason I like this, like that Dracula show on Netflix. I don't think I was ever going to watch that. I come across it. And I'm just like the cover looked cheesy, and I'm like, well, it's just Dracula. I'm like, oh, what is that? I don't need that. But I'm glad I watched it. So I like this idea because, and you guys do whatever you want. But I'm going to try to search out things that I've at least that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds wonderful. It sounds like next week is Frankenstein week. Feed my 
Frankenstein. <laughs> Igor. Feed my Frankenstein. I'm just going to listen to an Alice Cooper song and talk yeah, about it. Just listen to the Alice Cooper over and over. Yep. That one song. <laughs> okay. We can move on. It's been an uh, hour. All right. Do we doing what we do now? Okay. We reacted the news. We Woo! have some news. I'm glad I didn't grab a whole bunch because that segment did go longer than expected. Chat, what did you guys think of that segment? Real talk. Randy is obviously feeling iffy about it. Also, before we segue away, Gary Oldman, there was a true romance reference in the chat earlier, and uh, Gary Oldman is a treasure in that. And if you want to hear us gush about how much of a treasure he is in that, you should go check out the Grolic Cinematic Universe episode where we take uh, true romance. I don't even... Oh, what what was it that we paired it with? Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. True romance yeah. and pulp fiction, I believe, because my pitch w- had something so. to do with the druggy characters. And um, yeah, you should check out that episode. It is a lot of fun. GCU number 22. Yeah, it was true romance and pulp fiction. Yeah, Karen Threno. Jesse joined Jasper and I for that one. GCU will be coming back someday. Now that we got the setup. <laughs> I've just been avoiding anything that requires me to edit. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, all right, let's jump at the news. Let's jump at it. We're gonna jump at the news. So here's one I noticed. I think Jasper actually sent me this link as has sent me a link as well, but I had noticed this just before the show. Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, and Michael Keaton both confirmed for the flash. Yeah. The flash movie. That's because we know which one it is. <laughs> for the flash. They're, they're just going to be naked and running. <laughs> it's, that's the whole movie. <laughs> ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. Huh. Odd pair. Very, very expensive joke that we got yeah. the punchline in it, but it kept going for like two hours. Um, yeah. So. So is it confirmed that they're both? Um, yeah. They're doing Flashpoint. Yeah. It does seem that way. So yeah. Michael Keaton. So Batman. Batman. My Michael Keaton is Batman's dad, Batman, maybe. I mean, he's that would make the most sense. Well, if that's what's gonna be. They already established Batman or Ben Affleck is Batman here. So that's gotta be right. the alternate universe Batman. Also interesting, if true, Affleck said he was done with Batman. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't gonna they were like, Oh, you don't wanna be uh Michael Keaton's son, and he's like, I'm back. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Snyder I'm cut. <laughs> um, I can see that because he was a big Batman fan, right? That's oh yeah, he's got like a Bat Cave in his house. He has a Bat Cave, right? So getting a chance to work with what I'm assuming was his childhood Batman, of course, I I I would come back to that. Yeah, I pretty big draw. I'm intrigued. I was not at all really that intrigued. I in fact. I still don't know if this movie's really going to happen. I thought this was canceled ages ago. Um, but it looks like they're still working towards it. And if they're going to take that angle, cool. Okay. Okay, do it. I mean, listen, their universe, the, the, the cinematic universe is such a mess already. Might as well just embrace it and be like, you know what? It's just, it's all of them. Uh-huh. It was never the Snyderverse or whatever the people, you know, it's just, it's... <laughs> I, Even I, better I, if Pattinson comes in at the end. <laughs> right <laughs> like who's this guy this is the most batman flash movie of all time i've never seen a batman sparkle in the sunlight 
I'm sorry. Somebody had to make the make the Twilight joke. Oh, come it's on. old. I know. Low hanging fruit. I don't. It is low hanging fruit, and I don't. You have haven't against him. You haven't even seen the Twilight movies. I haven't. But you know what? He was in it. <laughs> he was, he in, was it. in it. He was but in I don't it. He was in against it. him, and he was sparkly, and he was sparkly. <laughs> and we were talking about vampires. It's the way it is. Full uh, circle. Savannah. Speaking of Snyder, I watched the first episode of The Watchmen. Now. I don't believe Snyder had anything to do with this watch this Watchmen series. I could be wrong. But what did you think? I really like the Watchmen series. I did too. I like well, I like it. I like the Watchmen. Um who I'm... is Hey Jasper? Yeah. Can you turn your headset down maybe? Is it you maybe? Or maybe it's, it's usually me. It's usually It's usually Jesse. But Hey hey. Okay, well, we'll We'll figure it out. Okay, actually, it might have been Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, I, there's not much more. You know, whatever. There, that's the story. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Now, in news that I know all two of us will be excited about. There's two of us that will be excited about this one. It's Melody and Jasper. Yep, it's you guys are going to listen. This, this is a story for you two. Yeah, okay. it's for you. The okay. Crown Season 4 will be back in November. Are you oh. ready? Are you ready? Crown Season 4. I don't know why I love the Queen. Because she's a lizard baby drinking. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, woo. Savannah said she liked the first episode of Watchmen a lot. Good. It's a good show. Where's, where's the lube man? I want to know what happens to the lube man. You can't throw you can't throw a freaking lube man in one scene and never come <laughs> back to it and then I end agree. the series. I know. Lube man. And he did his own stuff. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You guys remember that part? Yeah. In fact, I take it all back. That show sucks. Where's lube man? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag justice for lube man. Lube man cut. <laughs> All well, <laughs> There's a cut for everyone. Paul says he dried out. I know who he was, but they didn't really address it, though. I, and then, I, yeah, I suspect yeah. too. Um, okay, so there again. I know you got. I know nobody else but me and Jesse are interested, but uh, yeah, because like Savannah says, she watched three episodes of The Crown and got bored. Mm. I don't know how you could get bored. I don't know. John Lithgow is a treasure in that. To be fair, I have not finished season three yet. I've been meaning to. Oh, I got so like good. It's so good. It. Um, it, it's confirmed for six seasons. It had to shut down filming early um, in March because of COVID. Um, but after they're going to be, let's see, what does this say? So Olivia Coleman's currently playing Queen Elizabeth. After her, it's Imelda Staunton. That's a. Oh, they're already recasting it for season four. No, it'll be oh. five and six. Oh, okay, she'll get it after season four. But yeah, it's confirmed for. I was six. Say, I need another season of her. Right, I agree. I agree. Her performance in that is interesting. It's not what I expected, but it is very appropriate, I guess, for the queen, for the character. And I also like the guy that they got for the Duke of Edinburgh. Right, yes. Like, he's he's so good. Not the most likable characters. Any of them. <laughs> Any of them. Some of them are. 
and they're written realistically, not necessarily to their actual real life counterparts, but they're real. They're written like real humans, but they're not necessarily likable. All right, moving on. Speaking of, hey, by the way, that's on Netflix. Let's talk about other Netflix things. Okay. This is the thing that I didn't even know happened until Netflix apologized for it. Netflix responds to backlash over viral cuties poster. You guys know anything about this? I don't know what that is. Okay, so there's a new show. Is it a movie? It's a movie. It's a French language movie called Cuties coming to Netflix. And apparently a movie poster had offended some people. And Netflix removed the poster and apologized. And when I seen the headline, I was like, okay, what's this? I was curious, but I was like, this doesn't seem like Grolix news. It probably still isn't. But then I seen the poster. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good decision. So let me pull it up for you. <laughs> oh, I just pulled up my <laughs> I'm assuming it's this second, this poster. Yeah, it's got to be. Hold on. Let's. People are offended. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you <laughs> why. All right. So the characters are all like age 11 and that's one of the posters for it. And people are like, uh, Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like that. We don't yeah. like that at all. Yeah. That's like elementary strippers or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm. so people were upset and Netflix, uh, let's see, this is according to cinemablend.com removed the poster and responded saying, quote, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. Uh, also the French title. I'm not going to try to say it because it's French. It was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which won an award at Sundance. <laughs> I like that. It's like, nor was it representative of this movie, which won an award. <laughs> which, is, which is legitimate artistic gold. We've now updated the picture and description. Um, so yeah, it's a, again, I'm pulling this from the article cause I didn't know, even know this thing existed before the story. Uh, it's a coming of age drama that follows Amy, an 11 year old girl who joins a, a group of dancers at a school known as the cuties, the dancers I'm assuming, and rapidly becomes aware of her burgeoning femininity on up, upsetting her mother and blah, 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 coming of age stuff. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Woman blah, blah. <laughs> but okay, you know, I'm sure it's coming fine. of age. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And given well, that the premise, I kind of understand the concept of the poster. Right. But at some point, you got to be like, I'm sure it's one of those things where at some point somebody's like, maybe this is a little too weird. <laughs> I, I would say that that was a poor choice. But I also see where they're going because being a female growing up, you do, you get sexualized really young. You do. Mm -hmm. It's weird and it's awkward and I think it's gross. Um, but yeah, you'll have adult men commenting on you when you're like 11 or 12. So I totally see that being a female coming of age story. Uh, yeah. It's it's that thing of like sometimes satire doesn't come across as satire, especially if you're satirizing. Is that the right use of that word? Um, the sexualization of young girls. Yeah. How do you portray that without doing that thing? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, one of using it using that idea 
Like if that that's probably the crux of the story a little bit, but like to actually use that as a marketing, like part right. of marketing for the show is not yeah. probably smart. Yeah, I know. I was trying, sorry, I'm replying to Savannah's comment. I know I was trying to lessen the blow, but yeah, it is. It actually, for me, it was like eight, I think even. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it happens when girls are very young and it's creepy and it sucks. Savannah yep. says. As soon as you start to grow boobs, it's it is it's weird. Okay, go ahead. That's just one of those stories that I was like, you know, what? I'll add this because it's one of those where it's like, oh, there's a backlash. What is it about? What now? And then I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of justified. <laughs> it's kind of justified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's show the poster. I could yeah. I could understand if they put like one kid in there in a weird pose, but then had like something else to balance it out like shock or uh, you know something to say oh this isn't a happy time thing that we're showing you know yeah i think where it really fails in like being a satirical like poster Mm -hmm. is there's no context to it other than yeah other than it's very young girls in like look like a stripper it looks like the cover of magic mike or something you know like a stripper deal yeah all right well hey Let's move on, I guess. Uh, MGM shakes up Orion Pictures with a focus on diversity. We're just hitting all those stories. We're hitting all the stories <laughs> that certain people will be like, it's all this SJW. <laughs> if you didn't go to the DNC to get mad, you came here. <laughs> Ready. Okay, so MGM... Uh, this is coming from LA time, Los Angeles times. They're rebooting. Hollywood reboots itself. They're rebooting. It's Orion's Orion pictures label, which is, you know, which has been, re- which they've kind of like reinvented a few times. Right now, if you're like me, I always, I associate Orion pictures with certain, like, especially like eighties and nineties movies. Mm-hmm. It's the logo that pops up in front of like a bunch of, you know, a bunch of movies, obviously, but I can't think of which one specifically. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Uh, in in fact, this they've got Bill and Ted face the music, and a couple other projects coming out on Orion, as you know under the imprint basically Orion's Pictures, Orion Pictures, and then the, then they're going to reboot it. And uh, basically, let's see what it say. Producer uh, Alano Mayo, who previously served as head of production at My- Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society will lead the relaunch unit as its president, the Beverly Hills-based studio said in a release. Um, currently, Orion is, has a five-person team, and they, let's see, they will all leave. They're getting the boot, or I don't know, getting moved somewhere else. And uh, Mayo's going to come in and said the unit will, quote, concentrate exclusively on underrepresented voices and authentic storytelling in film with a focus on films that amplify underserved voices, end quote. Um, so yeah, that's what they're going to do. Um, diversity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is fine. It's weird to do it with the Orion label specifically. Right. It seems I like, guess um, I mean, repackage an old label though. I mean, there's no reason not to do it. It just seems weird because that's not what people will associate with it going in. So it's, it's like fighting an uphill brand battle to me. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of the, that's, what's weird about it to me is yeah it's already 
it's got an association. I had to highlight Paul's pun. It's good. It's pretty good. He, he said, audio listeners, so MGM already has a few titles under Orion's belt. I feel like they have a few stars, too. I I mean, I guess if it's one of the things is like, well, what do we got that's, you know, we got Orion Pictures. Okay, well, let's just rebrand that. Or the, I guess that's probably easier than starting a new imprint or just like, you know, being more inclusive in your general releases in general. Because that's you, kind of the thing. Apparently, they've been scrutinized uh, for like a lot of, I think, studios, lack of diversity in in both the screen and in the workplace, says LA Times. So it's just weird to then like, well, here, you get this special little label. Right. You guys go here. Yeah. yeah. I don't it's, think that's necessarily... Yucky. I don't feel like that's necessarily no. where they're coming at it from, but that's could that's one way a... You're darned if you do, and you're <laughs> darned if you don't in this situation, because if you don't... Uh, if you just say, okay, we just need to do it generally, that's a great thing to say, but it seldom actually happens. So at least having an imprint is a step, but also right. you ha you have to make sure that it goes beyond that step. It has to be just a step, right? Right. This is right. just the first step, but the work has to get done to the point where, yeah, it grows beyond this one little piece. It needs to be the whole, you know, that's the whole problem though. You need to make, I guess progress is progress. Yeah, I guess. It also, and it also could be a thing of like, it seems like they don't know what to do with the Orion brand. Apparently, MGM didn't buy it until they bought it and its library of properties in '97. Um, most recently, they revived it in 2017 uh, as its distribution arm focused on low budget movies with specific audiences um, under. Hedge Hegman, I didn't catch his first name, uh, who had earlier served as president of Blumhouse's experimental BH Tilt label. Maybe that's what I was talking about last week when I was like, didn't Blumhouse don't when we did the oh, welcome to yeah, the Blumhouse? Yeah. I was like, didn't they already have their own like weird, like let's just channel some cheap horror movies over there? Anyway, maybe it wasn't doing great anyway, and they're just like, we don't know what to do with this, but we want to do this diversity thing. I don't know. Hey. I'm not going to criticize again, so it's all good. Yeah. Hey, Warner Media investigating Justice League production amid new Ray Fisher claims. So this, this is Ray on Fisher, man. Even though, <laughs> even though, well, maybe we, we this Ray Fisher, maybe that's not the tone we should hit. But well, no, no, no we I mean, talked about this. Like... It's 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 the thing. It's come up several episodes now. <laughs> Because remember, we don't talk about gossip. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. No, no, no. Where Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League, is basically like, hey, Joss Whedon's a D-bag. Uh, Jeff Johns is a D-bag. They were crappy on set. Uh, they threatened my career. And on and on. Basically, it's like it was a bad work environment. And now he's he's just been telling everybody. He's been shouting it from the Twitter rafters. Um <laughs> You tell him that's that's what happens when you work with genius. Look at look at uh what's her name from uh from uh Shining. She lost her hair. Come on, did you lose your hair? Oh, dude, Stanley Kubrick in this day and age, like how dude, he'd have been canceled. I bet. Oh, big time. <laughs> um, yeah, he probably should have been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Talk about abusive. 
Shut up. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes it gets results. <laughs> Which but was Melanie's point. Yeah. Anyway, it's got to the point where um somebody at Warner Media is like, okay they're going to like look into it <laughs> yeah we'll look into it which doesn't seem convincing but according to this let's see fisher had said in a tweet that i believe this investigation will show jeff johns joss whedon john burke and others grossly abused their power during the uncertainty of at&t's merger with time warner uh thanks to warner media and at&t for making strides to ins- ensure a safe workplace for all but where's the information sorry everybody this is coming from variety by the way i'm trying to find the information information basically they're just launched an investigation into the production of justice league um just to kind of i don't know i guess look into it see what happened that's it that's the whole story yeah it's the whole story and i'm sticking to it sorry i know there's not a whole lot to comment on that but you know what we always have stuff to say about oh i do know speaking of justice league watch it never gets old it never does that intro doesn't anyways <laughs> slowly and slowly i'm just gonna replace the whole show it's just gonna be a series of short intro clips <laughs> slowly i'm, I'm game for it Zack snyder drops first snyder cut video with shots of cyborg and resurrected superman oh, i'm getting middle fingers from the chat thanks <laughs> glad you're enjoying it guys this is for you paul <laughs> <laughs> It's fun for me. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I can even show this though. Show it. Do it. I'm just going to switch over to there's Twitter. There's a Twitter post. I don't know why it's on this. Like the article lists to this Twitter, this tweet by some person who has like 300 something followers. That's like not an official. I don't know. It was very short. That's okay. Maybe just probably still long enough to get flagged on YouTube. Um, yeah, whatever. It's a super short video of Justice League with what looks like Snyder Cut footage, although it's so vague. Um, but whatever. August 22nd is coming up. That's the DC fandom thing, and there's, we're probably going to get like a more proper <laughs> FU, Savannah says. Probably going to get a more proper, <laughs> longer video. Mm-hmm. Listen, just turn on the theatrical cut, desaturate those colors, turn the brightness down real low. You're halfway there. <laughs> oh, oh my. Uh, um, that's, that's it. There's like nothing to this story. You, when you see Cyborg's feet, I mean, he was in the movie. They're like, they're like, bum, bum, bum. they're like cosplayers' feet that are waiting for the Snyder cut. <laughs> footage of cosplayers <laughs> cosplay feet. hbo finally releases the snyder cut and like they went super cheap on all the reshoots it's not even the same people it's just cosplayers acting out the the extra parts poorly <laughs> no effects oh that's the snyder cut i want 
I like how Paul is uh, is not impressed by the obvious boots on the ground imagery going on there. What do they do? They got boots on the ground. They're Literally. Man, okay. I know. Listen. Oh, Savannah, by the way, theatrical cut of Dr. Sleep is way better than the theatrical cut of Justice League. <laughs> oh, I never or did. I never did get of. to see it, but I, uh, like some of the extended cut stuff looked interesting. Um, this is story is a good highlight of like, this is such a nothing story. Like why they're really going to take the time to write up a whole article on that. And I realized the irony of like, we just took the time to do a, a segment on the podcast of it, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's like no real info there. Same like, you know, and there's no real info here. <laughs> Wow. When it comes to when it comes to the Snyder Cut segment, the story isn't the story. The segment is the story. In my that's for me. In my opinion. Yeah. Hey, Jasper. Yes. So what you been doing lately? Oh, I'm just trying to get everything set up. Uh starting uh starting to make some YouTube videos. Are you? You got channel? Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's just Carranzo right now. There's no videos on it yet. Um, How yeah, do you spell a, that? Because I don't even know what you said. Carranzo? K-O-R-A-N-S-O. Oh, wait, never mind. That's, that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> no, um, been doing some uh, test recording with the game Fear. Thought that'd be kind of a funny one to do, like horror game at first. And then um, going to start um, streaming All right. this here this thing here when when you doing it um not sure yet i gotta get some i don't want to i you i learned this from randall <laughs> i haven't set a date because i know if i set a date it won't happen so oh that's not a I've been, point. i i've been just getting everything set up learning uh obs um trying to see if i can get somehow a cheaper adobe premiere to do the youtube stuff but um but just yeah for editing or yeah, for editing and then um, look into elements. Yeah, and then um, uh, DaVinci Resolve you can download for free. It's not bad. Yeah, I've also heard there was a I watched a video where they put those two against each other, Adobe Premiere and DaVinci, and it didn't seem like DaVinci was bad or anything, but um, they said that more Adobe was more plug and play. But um, but yeah, I've been trying to just get used to the system, trying to get used to the mixer, the soundboard mixer. The camera, how that acts, and then, how, like I said, right there, <laughs> the camera goes black. And uh, you couldn't yeah, have timed that better. You're already know, good at this, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, just trying to figure that out because I'm not doing it through a cam link. I'm doing it through my capture card. So I think that's another reason why it kind of shuts off because it doesn't see it as it's being used. But um, but yeah, just been working on that, trying to get that settled squared away that's that's not gonna work i'll just let you know because it doesn't matter how many years we've been doing this almost every time randy will be like why is it freaking working <laughs> and you know right. he does stuff every that's day <laughs> pretty much and you'll it, never really learn it you'll just get it to a point where it decides to work for some reason and then you just stop touching it until it stops that's that's how i was because i hooked up <laughs> everything i hooked up the dual monitors the capture card and the camera and nothing turned on okay 
Then I went to turn the camera on and the computer shut down. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. So I was like, I just, fried, I just fried my, my freaking expensive computer. I'm dead. <laughs> the fiance is going to kill me because I just killed her, her computer. She donated to the cause. So, yeah, but you didn't Nope, everything is working now. <laughs> um, except this thing, me and him are going to have words, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I watched a movie. Oh yeah. Oh really? What movie was yeah, what movie was that? What movie was it, Randy? <laughs> That's how we tell the time, too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was real confused. Are we talking about numbers? Eleven <laughs> fifteen. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, because Jesse had mentioned it was on oh, HBO. Yeah. Oh, I still so need to watch that. Oh, I gotta get to that before it disappears because HBO Max is really good. Cagey like that. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. I it's I rated it pretty high. I don't know if I I didn't rate it five stars. I don't know if I'd go five stars, but it was pretty good. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. You want to know what I heard today? I never really watched The Sound of Music, but apparently the Von Trapp family that it was about in real life, their house in Germany, uh, after they left, and it became the house of, um, what's that one guy's name? He was like the, a big general guy in the Nazi army, like Heimlich or something. I don't, I don't remember. It actually, was Heimlich. It's not Heimlich, but it sounds... They have a maneuver. Oh, you beat me to it. I don't know. But he was uh, he was good friends with um, with uh, Hitler, and Hitler would come and stay with him at that house sometimes. So so there you go. Hitler lived in the house from uh, Sound of Music. Sound of Music. That's weird. It's yeah. also weird to hear somebody talk about, like, talk about Hitler. Like, you know, he's good friends with him. They'd go and they'd have, like, uh, you know, dinner play dates and... Uh, yeah. The parties. Yeah. yeah they, they turned the church, the chapel, into um, their beer keg storage. <laughs> because Nazis I mean, are evil. <laughs> I mean, if you got a place, you might as well store it there, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this is man cave. Nazi, Nazi man cave. <laughs> what are you doing? This is Nazi man cave. Stop this it. This is not Simankiv. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we got to stop that. Did you think that was going too far? <laughs> you never know. Um, Gene Simmons is selling his Malibu hideaway for $2.2 million. Malibu. I, said, I know well, That's a Malibu, kiss of death right there. But is that a word? It should be. <laughs> that's, is that where you, that's either peekaboo with Melanie. <laughs> Or that's your place. That's where that's like your uh, island. Your happy place. <laughs> it's your happy place, Malibu. Yep. I wonder if you can rock and roll all night in that house. <laughs> Only if you party every day. Party every day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll see myself out. Uh, that was dynamite. Is it drinks Is out of Gene Simmons kiss or exercise guy? I'm assuming kiss. Yeah, exercise guy is like Van Halen or something like that. <laughs> I guess it's not being able to it's it's whoever the the cocaine clown from uh metal Ocalypse is based on yeah there we go yeah that he'd be van ha- van halen wouldn't he yeah okay or what's his name from whatever yeah uh 
Anything else? Nope. Okay. Hey, Melanie. Yes. Anything we should be amazed about? Okay. So there's actually lots of things. There's lot. There's been lots of advances in quantum stuff. Um, they found a way to make quantum states last ten thousand times longer. They figured out how to beam quantum messages from satellites, and they uh, uh, caused the first observed interaction of time crystals, which will help in quantum computing also. Jesse just had the same visual reaction that I had. Time crystals. Yes, time crystals. Hold on. Um, you're all like the ones the Klingons guard in Star no, they're, Trek. They're I don't real. understand this. They're real. <laughs> As with as with everything that Melanie like tells me about, I'm like, but I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And she tries to explain. It. I'm like, that, no, 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 it doesn't help. I that's still like, I don't understand. Um, it's because it's smart stuff. It's not because Melanie can't explain things. It's because it's, you know, it's me. okay. So oh, here, talk about it's oscillation, oscillations yeah, or whatever it was. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to find where I, it has it written down. Do, 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 do. Time crystals are different from a standard crystal like metal or rocks, uh, which is composed of atoms in a regularly repeating pattern in space. Except time crystals, they have uh, atoms that regularly repeat in time and not in space. They're like they're, It oscillates in time instead of in space. So that's why they call them time crystals. Um, and now they just put two of them together in like this super cool helium mix and made them interact with each other, which is awesome and amazing. And, you know, another um, crazy, ridiculous breakthrough um, that we don't even know what to do with right now, you know? I, I understand how a thing oscillates, mm-hmm. I guess, in space. I The thing that really got me, because it's closest to the thing that I can comprehend as, like, okay, but also I don't understand at all, is oscillating through in time, but not space. What? Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's I I'll have to look it up on my own time, but oh. it it fascinates me and bewilders me. I don't understand it. Okay. Well, um anyway, it should uh I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to derail you. Well, I can try to find more um if you want. Just find me a way to report. No, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to find I can re- I should have ring it. Crystals exhibit the bizarre property of being in constant repeating motion in time, despite no external input. Their atoms are constantly oscillating, spinning, or moving first in one direction and then the other in time. Yeah, so that's exciting. It's a, you know what? They exist, and they're gonna change the future or make the future, whatever you want to say. This is why people don't believe scientists anymore. <laughs> well, okay. because it's because it's scientists it sounds like magic. Like, here's, wait a minute. They don't actually oscillate in space. No, but how they, do they oscillate that, <laughs> like at all. Like, well, I just told you how they're constantly moving back. I know, I know, I know. Okay. But that it's like yeah. it's like you're trying to explain fire to a caveman. We're, right. doing the, we're, we're always doing the flash face thing from the flash. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they can change the past. That's a good. That's a good uh, question. I know we with um. Where you, uh, what do you call it? Where you link to like photons um, that w- makes quantum work where they entangle different. Um, uh, quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement, yes. When they do quantum entanglement, that can affect the past 
and the future somehow we don't really understand but it can because they've done studies that prove that it does like something happens to this one i I don't know there's there's all kinds of studies so what you got to do is you got to go back to college you got to take several years of math and even more of physics and then you'll know exactly what i'm talking about okay i feel like these studies created the baron's Stain bears instead of the barren stain yep. bears. Yeah, I think I that's it. how that's science. <laughs> <laughs> They've got those large hadron colliders. They're, they're constantly banging stuff together and making weird little quirks and stuff. Who knows what what reality altering <laughs> things they could be doing, and we don't even know. All right, you guys have convinced me. I'm not wearing masks anymore. Uh, the climate is fine. <laughs> I'm going back to school right now, even if the schools are closed. They're not, but they shouldn't be. And taking deep breaths as you go. That's what you I took away from that. For. That's what I took away. No, That's what I'm you kidding. took away from that. No, I just like that. Like we're so not the like anti. We're not anti-science people, but anytime like oh, yeah. the concepts get real heady, I'm just like. Science, what do they know? <laughs> what does this even mean? Come on. Science, what do they know? This is that Absolutely. new math, isn't it? <laughs> is that oh, common, the new common, math. That's that common core math. science, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> common, common core science is really great. It's like, <laughs> it helps it's explain how the universe actually works. The common core concept is just, it happens. And we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, like like the time crystal thing. I, I'm sure I could read some stuff and be like, well, okay, that's interesting. I still don't get it. And the, the scientists are probably like, well, it's this. I still don't quite get it. But like, there's no scientist wants to explain that to any like random Joe off the street because they're just gonna be like, listen, witches, magic, <laughs> witches. Yeah. Well, that I think that is a big part of it because so much of it is kind of just theoretical stuff that it works we don't know why it works we have no clue why it works but we know it does work so we're just gonna run with it and that's probably the scariest part to me is i mean sure it works but do you know what it's doing besides all that because you know we have a bad habit of being like "Hmm, i think lead in our gas would be a great thing right and then you know (laughs) i think think affecting the past and the future at the same time sounds scary (laughs) yeah it sounds scary to me yeah but the u.s already like commissioned the building of a quantum like internet or something i'm like of course wait did did we actually get that far yet can we do that i don't know but we're building this week oh man that reminds me i think i missed a meeting today this week i was talking to a guy from the uk and he was like he was like uh, you know, I I would assume that you guys over there have amazing internet and stuff, but I hear things like, you know, the internet connections aren't good and places in Michigan don't have clean water. And I'm like, what? I thought you guys were a first world country. And I was just like, I was just like, ah. I had nothing to say. I was like, right. I, dude, so did we. We thought right. that too. We had a lot of assumptions that were proven wrong this year. Um. So, like, listen, I'll believe, like, sure, the, they'll set up some quantum internet. We ain't going to see it, at least not out here. <laughs> no, no. So, okay, I, I won't read it because it's going to get too political. Yeah, I know, because I have a good response. 
uh, but it's all super political. So let's not do that. All right. Um, Nobody wants to hear our politics anymore. No, you My guys came for the noisy. sexy vampires. Yeah. My only question ever has been, why can't we just be liberally conservative? Okay, I'll see myself out. I'm going this way. Yeah, that makes everyone mad. Because then you're right. Hate both why words. I say it. <laughs> both words. <laughs> We're conservatively liberal. You never know. I hate words. I just hate words. That's why we Grolics everything. Just replace everything with symbols. Mm. Like Prince. Just everything's gonna be Prince now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The political party formerly known as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting that. Voting purple rain for 2020. <laughs> Sounds like a wartime thing. He will bring purple rain. <laughs> that epic uh epic movie trailer voice going yeah. there, Jasper. I had to bring it back. <laughs> All right, let's end this show. Uh, hey, everybody, <laughs> I don't know where to go, man. I'm off my game. I don't know what's going on. We took a right and we haven't come back. <laughs> That's America. It's because everybody's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get political. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, you did it. You're raining off before you're going to get nuts. Let's get nuts. It's as they say, along a, along a long enough time frame, all Grolic's podcast episodes go political. <laughs> Maybe true. Not something they they say. What were you gonna say? We Mel? affect the we affect the past and the future. It's true. And it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, what we're talking about is super intelligent. So <laughs> right. go for it. Uh, okay. I gotta I gotta point out the fact that that does not look like Randy's hand touching his beard. <laughs> it's not. What if I raised like? What if I was like raised two hands somehow? <laughs> so there's a vampire in the in the apartment with Randy. <laughs> Bat. <laughs> All right. So, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening in the future through one of your time crystal devices, and you can check out more at grolicspodcast.com. We're doing this every week for the most. We're, yeah, we're doing this every week, 8 p.m. Central, 8 p.m., which means 8:20 p.m. <laughs> Central Time. <laughs> 30 uh, <laughs> on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. We're streaming. We're, st- we're everywhere. We're streaming it everywhere. We're casting a wide net on the quantum net. Search for Caronzo on YouTube and subscribe. Do it. Do it. And then unsubscribe and go to Grog's podcast on YouTube and <laughs> double subscribe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grawlicks Nights, our special weekly live Grawlicks podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlickspodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlickspodcast. Bye, everybody. Take it easy. Have a good weekend and all that. Yep. Later.